Like there's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. Good morning, moms. I'm Shannon. I'm here with Candace and Whitney, and this is the Mom Group Chat Podcast. It's Friday morning. How are we, gals? Good morning. We are good. I've got my iced coffee, my second of the day that I'm going to regret probably in about 30 minutes, but you know, living life on the edge. I actually had to go to the grocery store before taking grain to daycare to get coffee because we were out. And I was like, I'm not starting my Friday like this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Plus, his ass woke up at 5 a.m. So I was like, it's already seven who cares like let's just go to the grocery I've had a day I do like going to the grocery store that early though me too because you feel like you're on top of the world well no one was there I almost was felt like I was barging in on the people working I was like are y'all good that I'm here so (laughs) So sorry what did did Graydon inherit your like early riser I 100% that this is my karma coming back to haunt me my mom always said, I can't wait for you to have a kid that wakes up this early. And he does it periodically. It's not all the time, but man, he will wake up between 5.30 and 6 almost every day. It's crazy. Do you That's let him early? Do you let him like marinate in his crib? If he stands up, that's game over. That means he's up. So he was up today. I walk in and he's gotten to that age. So Graydon is now 19 months old. Um, he's gotten to that age where I walked in, he goes, poo poo. And he patted his butt like, mom, Ah. I'm awake because I shit in the crib. Come get me. So I was like, (laughs) argue with that. Like, thanks for telling me. But did you have to do that while you were sleeping? (laughs) Yeah. But I do. I'm actually glad you brought that up, Candace, because like one of my slight mom guilt things that I'm like, is this normal or is this not okay? Like, if TJ's not crying or, like, vocal, I let him chill. Oh, yeah. Until oh, – I'll let him chill for, like, 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm an hour girly. I let her sit in there for an hour. And she rolls around and plays with her sleep sack. And she'll, she'll even get up <laughs> – this is actually funny. I watch her now. She gets up, and there are two windows on the either – like, one on the end of her crib and then one, like – on the other wall her her crib is in the corner and she'll wake up and like (laughs) try and look out the curtains she'll be like good morning world and I just let her in she doesn't cry I usually try and cap it around an hour but if she's up at six I'm sorry but she is staying in there until seven I do not get her ass out of there until seven he was whining this morning so I had to go in but I did make him lay in the ba- bed with me for 40 minutes. Like, he just rolled around, and he kind of cuddles me, which I'm like, this is cute. I, do- I can't complain. I know he was mad about his poo-poo diaper, so. Yeah, if they're saying poo-poo and pointing, you have to yeah. you gotta do it. How are you feeling, Wit? Tell us, give us a little uh, bit uh, of a pregnancy update. So, I'm... 24 and a half weeks now, which is so crazy. Over halfway, feeling great. I slept eight hours last night, which you know um, comes and goes these days. So I'm so happy, even though, yeah, like I said, he woke up early, but I was awake already. I randomly woke up at five. I had gotten my eight hours, and then 5:15, he cried, and I was like, cool, 15 minutes to myself this morning. 
Um, but everything's going great. Um, I had a follow-up anatomy scan this past week and everything looks healthy and good. So amazing. Pregnancy is so long. I was thinking about you with yesterday because I was had you at like 22 weeks. So you're a little bit past where I thought you were, but I was like, okay, Whitney's baby is due in September. We still have to get through all of summer and she's already been pregnant for what feels like a long ass time. I mean, I literally told you all the day. So I know when you're trying to get pregnant or when you're like aware and tracking things, you know, like so soon, then you have a long time. I know. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I immediately text. I mean, y'all were the first people I thought of. I was like, I have to tell them besides my husband and family, like my mom and dad, I was at home for Christmas. So I was like, Shannon, Candace. Uh, I'm positive and I'm freaking out. So. Well, yeah, when you know that was shocking. Yeah, when you've known since before Christmas, it's like, oh my god! I was like, I I told Chris, I wish I was having her in June. Like, I just want my summer, and I can't have it. So. I know. Like, we want a second baby, and but the thought of giving up this summer like makes me want to like no. pump the I brakes went, on trying. I, went through um I just like randomly was looking in my archives on Instagram at my stories from last summer and I remember at the time thinking it was hard because Graydon was like in that like seven month to year range but we were so fun I was like I took that for granted like we were out doing things traveling I was drinking I was having a ball with him and I'm like Man, this summer I'm like a whale just at the pool. <laughs> like and I can't even enjoy it. The one positive of being pregnant in the summer is you don't have to suck in at the pool yeah you just let it loose and be like yeah well I'm pregnant and so I will not be giving a flying f about this wait hold on before we get into today's topic can we talk about Graydon when I saw you last week oh and and the story about what happened I don't even think we've told Shannon no I don't know this Oh my God, I'm excited. Okay. So I had to go to Nashville for work. So Whitney lives in Nashville. I flew in like pretty much a day early-ish, like 12 hours early so that I could spend the day with Whitney. And the whole plan was we met at a coffee shop right after I flew in. We were going to spend the day together, pick Graydon up from daycare. And then she was going to take me to the grocery because I needed to get a couple things and then drop me off at my Airbnb in Nashville. So we have an amazing, a very chill day. Like we had coffee at our favorite coffee shop. We worked together a little bit at her house. We watched some TV and then we went to go pick Graydon up from daycare, which by the way, her daycare is so cute and nice in there like I was like in love I want my child to go there it's so clean so nice and so like (laughs) that you were yeah you liked it I was like okay good because the staff was like yeah the staff was so nice and it was so clean in there and I just was so impressed so anyways we walk in the doors and instantly the staff is like oh you know, we just sent someone back to take his temperature. Like he, I don't think he's feeling well. And Whitney's like, what? Like he was totally fine all weekend. Like, I don't know what's happening here. So we walk past the teacher that they had sent to take his temperature and and they're like 101.6 or something, right? Like something like that. 
brick. <laughs> and Whitney's <laughs> like, oh, shit. So we get him and instantly, like, she picks him up and he, like, instantly puts his head down on her shoulder and is, like, cuddly. Like, you can tell scary. he really is. Right. Like, like, he's whoa. not. He's not like that. So we yeah. put him in the car seat. She, like, gives him a snack. And the man is still the entire car. Oh, no. He was so lethargic and, like, not well the whole time. And if you looked back at the car seat, like, in him in the car seat, he was like this. <laughs> that is terrifying. As the, as the mother of a toddler boy, like, that would freak me out. I'd be like, why aren't you moving? He I'm didn't say his mouth he was didn't, open and he was just staring. Like yeah, he was like, was like I'm alone. <laughs> she kept looking back and being like, "What is wrong?" Like he didn't say a word the whole ride home. And oh, if you no. if you know Graydon, he was he's a chatty little boy. Okay, oh God, he crying. didn't say a word, and so. Whitney is looking back constantly like is he breathing like I genuinely like we were both concerned we both kept looking back at back at him okay and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my thoughts of what I was thinking in the car after I tell you what happened so we get him out of the car we are walking in the front door Whitney walks in the front door and instantly graded projectile vomit (laughs) all over Whitney in like literally she's holding him facing herself he like has one of those like throw up burps you know he's like and just projectile it was all over Whitney's hair in Whitney's hair all over her she sets him down and she's like Chris Chris." oh no and Chris is you know doing his triathlon training so he's like on a bike classic and he and she's like Chris he's really sick he's really sick (laughs) She sets him down. He throws up even more on the floor. And I'm oh, sitting baby. there like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? I'm like, can I go get towels? So Graydon is like really unwell. And instantly. Oh, and then also Whitney said, you know, I did hear the stomach flu was going around. And I know I have three days of work ahead of me. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> instantly, like, I was like, the first flight out of here, man. I'm out. Li- literally, I told literally Whitney, I was like, I'm. Yeah, see it. I called the fr- I called an Uber immediately and was like, I love you all so much. But oh my god. I a, I think it was a burden that I was there because I was in the way. Graydon just threw up all over the floor. I didn't want I genuinely she was just taking me to my Uber after or to my Airbnb after that. So I was like, I'm gonna get an Uber. I love you so much. I gotta get out of here. Graydon, love not- you, mean it. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to go back to talk about when we were in the car and he was sitting there, he didn't touch his (laughs) snack. I both the entire car ride. I was thinking this, this kid's going to hurl. Like I was thinking it the whole way, but I didn't want to say it out loud because I don't know. I mean, obviously I know Graydon, but I don't know him as in and out as you do as his mom. My question to you with is, is that what you were thinking also? Absolutely not. Like, so Graydon has been sick before and had fevers where he's thrown up. He just hasn't done it in so long. I didn't I didn't know if that had phased out or not. Like him projectile vomiting like that was kind of shocking. I was like, I forgot that you did this because it's been so long, but he still got it in him. The boy still <laughs> got the vom down. I mean, he was like, Ugh. 
it was like it was exorcist like such a breath and i was like oh chris come hither my dear (laughs) i have to say though whitney you took that vomit like a champ she was so calm she didn't gag she didn't like you she she literally was projectile vomited on and was so chill she was like i'm gonna as soon as she was, she was able to hand him off to Chris where Chris could hold him. She was like, I'm going to go upstairs and change. Like she was so calm (laughs) and chill. And I was like, I am uh, like, I lived with Whitney in college. Okay. This is the, (laughs) this is the woman that could not clean a toilet without gagging. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Whitney like has major gag reflux for yucky things. Like she used to do the dishes and gag while she did them. So (laughs) I, to watch her literally get projectile vomited on and then just calmly be like, I'm going to go change. I was like, I'm sorry. Who are you? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I guess when it's like somebody you love like that, it doesn't matter, right? I was trying just not to escalate the situation, but man, it was wild. It was like he was fine 12 hours later. I'm like, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah. She texted me like, okay, so that was probably like three o'clock ish. She texted me at like 6 p.m. and she's like, Graydon's now outside watering the plants. And I was like, what? Is yeah, he okay? He was totally fine. He played hooky the next day with me. Um, he was totally fine the next day. It was just like a random fever. Weird fluke fever. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's so what crazy. happens with kids is it comes on fast and strong and then fizzles out. I feel like his Thank immune God. system is getting really good though. Like that was a quick turnaround. It used to take days. And for that to happen, and it was like six hours later, he was fine. I was like, okay, daycare doing its thing. Like, Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we so projectile true. vomited, but we got over it quick. And now he's back to doing little chores. Yeah. Now he's, <laughs> yeah, now he's outside water. Now he's the landscaper. Get to work. Yeah, get to work. <laughs> I just had to share that story because it was so oh – it was just such a mom – like a mom moment thing. And I just, you get a gold star for handling that vomit. And I just needed everyone to know that. Good job, Wit. You you made me (laughs) laugh so hard I was crying because the face you made, which I hope to God that we can put that on TikTok or Instagram reels because it was the face. (laughs) It was so crazy. And he was just, he also like, you know, obviously I'm a guest in the car. So he was like, I felt like he was looking at me in the mirror and he was like, (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing he was like i don't know a i don't know who you are lady i'm about to projectile vomit on you so he's like i was not expecting a guest i'm going to hurl and i don't know you yeah Yeah, literally polite as he could be (laughs) i was i said to, to whitney though it was very nice of him to wait until they got inside because to throw up in the car seat and in the car is way worse yeah way worse so that was really nice of him yeah so nice of him to wait till he was inside on the hardwood floor to where it was a quick easy cleanup I mean Whitney got vomited on so you took one for the team but but oh my god so funny thank you for sharing that that made me laugh so hard but speaking of um (laughs) car rides maybe we should transition into our topic of the day which is 
traveling with kids. It's a doozy. (laughs) I've only done it on an airplane. I have not done the car, which I'm excited to talk to you, Shannon, because I'm leaving next weekend for a six hour plus, of course, car ride. Oh, you're driving. Yes, unfortunately. Have y'all done a, a long car ride yet? I feel like Hilton Head was far. Yeah, we've done two car rides talking about travel this is what I was thinking we could talk about was kind of like our overall like take on it like how it is uh post baby but then I think it would be cool to like get some nitty-gritty like tips if you guys have any I have a couple just from traveling that I feel like are would be helpful but for the car rides we did I had a horrific experience driving from Great. Corolla. This was when TJ was like six months. He's gotten a lot better with the car now. I feel like the worst times to travel with kids are like nine-ish months to maybe two years. But Graydon's getting, I think, a little bit closer to that two-year mark where he can actually be tamed with the iPad. That's what mm-hmm. I'm hoping. He you was know. not, when we were in Tahoe, when he was 14 months, he wanted nothing to do with the iPad on the airplane. But now that he's 19 months, I'm like, do you want Miss Rachel? Do you want some simple <laughs> songs? Like, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to bring it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think one of, like, well, when he was six months, we drove from the beach back home is about five hours and I was by myself. Oh, I can't exactly remember why. And there was like a 90 minute period where he was just like screaming his head off in the back seat. And I was just like in the front seat, literally can't do anything besides try and not freak out because you're operating a motor vehicle on the interstate. (laughs) And I was just like also crying. I was just like, I just want to keep going so I can get home as soon as possible. But like, this is traumatic. And I remember getting home and I was like, Andrew, we're not doing that again. Like, (laughs) Yeah. We're not doing that again. Hilton Head, recently, I sat in the back seat with him while Andrew drove, and it was way better because I could just feed him snacks. He's still not really into shows, um, but he took, like, a nap at some point, which was a blessing, and it was was doable. Mm -hmm. So sitting in the back, does he ever, like, reach, and he's like, meh, like, get me out of here? Because sometimes if I'm sitting back there, Graydon will do that, and I'm like, I don't want that to be an option. Um, he he didn't so much. Like he'll struggle sometimes. Like he doesn't love to be in the seat. We took a couple breaks where he could get out and like run around a little bit at like a Starbucks or something like that. He was a lot better this time. Now he didn't like expect me to hold him in his lap or anything. We'll just um, Alice has that. just yeah, Alice has just started the reaching for me thing in the car yeah. seat. Like I almost always ride back there with her. Like even if we're just like going somewhere as a family, yeah. um, I'm always in the back seat with her. And that's a new thing. Like as of the past couple weeks, like she's reaching for me. I'm like, dude, I can't take you out of there. So <laughs> I don't know where you learned that. But yeah. you, once you're in there, I can't do anything for you. I know um, he'll do that sometimes, so it makes me nervous. If I am back there and he's like, man, then we're going to have to pull over and like reset or something. So, Well, I have never done the long car ride. The longest we've done is like two hours maybe. Um, I would say like Disney when we went to Disney, and um, which is like an hour and 30 with traffic and everything. She did like nap for some of that. But uh, 
Alice doesn't love the car seat. So the, the car rides make me very nervous. Like, I don't know if Same. <laughs> I, I just, that scares me. I feel like I will always choose a flight over a car ride because yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's options, right? Like you can get up and walk down the aisle or they can like, I don't know, jump around on my lap. I just feel like there's options. I also generally feel more comfortable flying because of my nanny days. So I traveled a lot with the family I nannied for. I've done a lot of plane rides with toddlers. I feel like I have some tricks up my sleeve with that. And I'll share some of those tips at the end. Um, There are some things I've like learned along the way that I think are helpful when you're flying with a toddler. And we have flown a couple times with Alice, obviously to Shannon's wedding there and back and then to Lake Tahoe, which is very far obviously I'm in Tampa Florida so that plane ride is like six hours ish and we had a stop I think um but she was pretty good on the way back it was a different story and I don't know if I want to like fully get into that but she had a hand foot and mouth on the way back and she looked like (laughs) so scary she not only did she have like not only was it the height funny at the airport she was (laughs) She was like, no one look at my baby. It's Quasimoto. Don't look at her. Don't- I. She looked awful. She had she sores. Bad. She looked real bad. She had she had sores all over her mouth. And then that morning she fell into a drawer, like a bedside drawer. So she had a black eye. So she had a black <laughs> eye and sores all over her mouth. She had like a hundred and one fever. And I just was like, I literally wanted to smuggle her everywhere. Like I just wanted to put a sheet over us and walk through the airport. Like no one look at her because she looked awful. She looked like she had like the plague. I'm not kidding. I'm like the visual I just had was of ET when they put that blanket over him in the literally in the bicycle so that nobody can see him and see that there's an alien. They're like, Oh no, it's just, yeah. Yeah. ET was clearly in the front basket, man. Facing forward. Obviously. They did not hide him very well. Uh, Also, the bike flies. So, (laughs) man, you're not doing so good. You are very conspicuous. You are standing out like a sore thumb, my guy. Like, (laughs) I feel like with traveling, we've done a lot of travel with TJ. And the main thing is just like you have to change your mindset. Mm. That travel is no longer relaxing (laughs) it's It's not not like at all so yeah it's just takes I think like my main tip and how I get through it now is this is not going to be a fun day like this is just going to be a hard day and I'm going to prepare as much as I can but anything could happen and I'm just ready to take it on and it'll yeah. be over in 12 hours. Yeah, so it's letting go of expectations. I feel like yeah. I, if you have an impatient husband like myself, someone who gets flustered easily like my husband, I literally had to give him a pep talk before we got on a flight with her the first time. Like I said, I have experience flying with toddlers. I And I just feel like in general, I'm a pretty patient person. So I had to give my husband like a full pep talk. I'm like, listen. I know what you think traveling is like and what we're about to do is not what you think. Okay. You got to let it all go. Whatever happens, you got to let it roll off your back. You have to understand that things are going to take longer. Things are going to be a little more difficult. 
and you just got to smile and keep it moving. Like that's all you can do. Don't pack a book. Don't Mm -mm. pack your headphones. Like you will not be using them. You will be hands on like the whole time. Yeah. I think also like some people when they get pregnant or when they have little kids, traveling is just such a core tenant of who they are. And they're like, Mm -hmm. I will never stop traveling and I will never stop. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) it's possible. And if you love it that much, like there's ways to do it and maybe it's worth it for you. But I was at lunch with some girlfriends like last week and this came up, there were four, four of us. And my friend was like, do you think you will travel internationally with your toddlers? And three of us said, no. (laughs) And one girl said, yeah, like, I think it's still worth it. And she had taken her babies. She has a three-year-old and a seven-month-old and they had gone to Germany and they had like a great time. Yeah, I go. I don't know. Like the rest of us were like, if I'm going to Germany, I'll be going by myself or with like my friends, my husband. Like I'm just not going to bring my toddlers to do that. So I think it's just how important it is. It is it to you? Some people really want to expose their kids to mm-hmm. foreign countries and have those types of experiences. So like, if you really, really care about that, you can do it. It's just not like going to Mexico with your husband alone and you're like drinking tequila on the way there and like anything goes and it's, you know, fun. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. I like the idea of that. I like the idea (laughs) of traveling to Europe or across the world with my toddler. I love the idea. Like I'm thinking of like travel blogger, like, yes, we're, you know, walking out of a cute cafe in Italy and we're feeding gelato to Alice. Like that's the the vision in my head. But the reality does not look like that. And I think I just don't know if it would be worth it to me. Another thing I need to mention is it depends on the temperament of your child. Like children are so different. And I feel like if you have a calm, chill, easy baby, or easy toddler, like, yeah, maybe it's more doable for you. And if you have like a super strong willed, like temper tantrum prone child, which let's be real is so common and just the reality of toddlerhood, like it's going to be way harder than it, it just depends. Like if I think taking into account the temperament and personality of your child is important, whether it's worth it or not. And cause it will define how difficult it is. Now that I've had, or I'm having my second kid, I got great advice um, from people that had kids to travel that first year because they are a little more go with the flow and yes, their sleep schedule's off. Yes. You're a little more tired, but they're more, I don't want to like bendy and flexible mm-hmm. at that age. And now that mm-hmm. Graydon's gotten older, I'm like, it's gotten a little harder just because I'm having to work around his tantrums and things like you said. So like now with the second kid around, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I, if I could leave Graydon with grandma, I would travel all the time with her just because it'd be so much easy, easier. Yeah. But now, now it's, it's a little tough. He's at yeah, that age where the, he's on the go and I can't control it. So mm-hmm. the other <laughs> so, thing I was going to mention, which kind of Whitney, you and I talked about this because Whitney and I went to Lake Tahoe together. We had four adults and two toddlers. Well, baby, I guess Alice was still a baby, a baby and a toddler. And the amount of shit we had to bring was so much that 
we left that trip being like, how does anyone travel with more than two kids and only two adults like the pack and plays and the car seats and the strollers and then obviously it was a ski trip so we had more bulky things we had coats for everyone we had boots we had skis we had all sorts of things it's like and we had the largest car that you could rent the largest (laughs) one and I kept thinking like I grew up in a family of three like how the fuck did we do anything how did we pack a car with enough shit to for all of us like I don't well I guess the real answer to that is my family didn't travel that much my first flight was when I was 12 so that's what I was gonna say like I feel like this generation because of I think social media and just how we are like I don't think I did anything until I was older like mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, we would go to grandma's house. We would drive like three hours to go see my dad's grandparents, I'm sure. But people weren't taking their babies all over the world. Also, they had less guilt about leaving their babies behind. Like <laughs> Andrew's yeah. parents left for like three weeks when he was like three months old. And we're like, okay, we're going to China. And <laughs> he was left with his grandparents. Like I feel like just that was normal. My parents left my sister to go to Europe when she was – nine months old like for for a little bit they had less Mm -hmm. guilt and also now everybody's like thinks everyone's traveling with their kids so it seems like really attainable yeah but it is super hard especially with the toddlers like one of the things I would recommend is like you guys were staying at a family place so you didn't have a property management company you could work with but if you are renting on Airbnb or through any like typical rental site that has a property manager, just like see what they can provide for you because Mm -hmm. most of them can provide cribs, high chairs, bumbo seats. Um, And even if they can't, you can ask if they know a uh, rental equipment Mm -hmm. company and you can get a stroller. Like you can kind of get the whole kit ready for you there for a a fee. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Like you have to reset your expectations on what travel is going to be like and also how much it's going to cost because it's yeah. going to cost more. Yeah. We, um, when we were in Lake Tahoe, we also had to get a babysitter for the days that we were skiing. Some so tips on. Clutch. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that ended up being, <laughs> she was so sweet and nice. Um, and my recommendation, if you are traveling and you do want a sitter, you do want a date night while you're out. If you're staying at a hotel, like one of the larger hotel chains, almost all of them, especially if you're in a very much a vacation place, like Lake Tahoe is definitely like a vacation place. All of the hotels had preferred lists of babysitters that work in the hotels a lot that are all CPR certified. And we chatted with her for like two or three weeks ahead of time to like get to know her a little bit, to uh, tell her about our kids and what they were doing. And it was pricey. Don't get me wrong to pay her. It was pricey, but it was worth it. We got a couple days of skiing in and got to have some adult time while still making sure that our little ones were taken care of. But it kind of goes back to what you said about managing your expectation because that's like a whole nother expense on top of the normal vacation expenses. But if you can swing it, you'll actually have like a calm memory (laughs) from your trip. It it may, I mean, being able to go ski and feeling really comfortable with her, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this everywhere I go because it made it so fun. And then by the time we got home, we all played in the snow. It was great. I just highly- So Candice, just to confirm, so you were staying at 
a family home in Tahoe. But did you just like call up one of the hotels and be like, hey, can we get your preferred sitter list? Like, how'd you find your girl? This is my grandparents' timeshare, but the timeshare is connected to the uh, the Hyatt. Like it's in, it's on okay. the same property. So okay. we, you do kind of have the resources of the hotel because we are staying in like the residence part of the Hyatt resort in Lake Tahoe. Uh, which highly recommend, by the way, it is so beautiful and nice. Um, but yeah, so I did call the Hyatt, but I recommended the same thing to a friend of mine here in Tampa who was going somewhere else who was staying at an Airbnb. And I still told her, I was like, you should just call up the hotels and like pretend you're staying there and be like, do you have a yeah. list of babysitters? Most of the time they're not going to, I mean, it's not like you can provide a room number. You're not checked in yet. You know, most of the time it's just a concierge mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, sure. What's your email? I'll send over the the babysitter list. So yeah, I would say even if you're not staying totally. At- the hotel just use them as a resource like use the concierge as a resource as a resource that's a really good tip we have Mm -hmm. some weddings uh coming up and I've been trying to figure out like do I bring my mom do I bring my nanny like what's the easiest route here so I'm definitely gonna try that yeah I feel like always my go-to is my mom and I forget that a nanny is an option but it really was a great option having that so Mm -hmm. should we get into some like practical tips that we have I know that was kind of we're kind of already in that doing that already with the hotel specific okay I have some flight tips okay hit me Uh, obviously I I feel like I'm not gonna go to like general here like obviously there's so many things like make sure you pack a shirt an extra shirt for yourself in case there's a blowout or you have a spill of drink there will be a blowout yeah there will be a blowout there will be a blowout um, eventually yeah like snacks all those general tips I feel like a lot of those a lot of moms know but if you don't I'm sure m- maybe we'll post some of the general tips on our Instagram or something this is one thing I used to do a lot when I was a nanny no I what is it about toddlers and plastic cups I don't know, but I would ask the flight attendant for a stack of plastic cups. Okay. So they just like to play with the, with the plastic cups themselves. But if you go to the craft store and I guess this is more like older toddler, well, not older toddler, but like past two, because I used to travel with Kira when, you know, when she was past two, if you go to the craft store and you get that bag of like those puffs, um, and not like eat puffs, like craft, craft pom poms. I think they're called pom poms. Like thank pom-poms. you. Yeah, thank you. Craft pom poms that are all different colors. I would lay out the cups, the plastic cups, and I would give her the bag of pom poms, and she would separate them by color, <laughs> and kept her busy for like 30, 40 minutes at a time. And then we'd change it up, and she would just play with the cups, and she liked to stack them. We would make like little plastic cup towers, all the things. I so even now with when I flew with Alice and she was, you know, 10 months or whatever, I would ask for a little bit of a couple extra plastic cups and she would bang them together, which I'm sure probably is super annoying for everyone around me, but <laughs> would you rather crying or would you rather a little plastic cup banging? I don't know. I feel like my my tip was Oh, the ones that were probably most helpful, which when they're little, you give them the bottle while taking off or landing for ear mm-hmm. issues, which I got that tip a lot. But in case you haven't heard, that is honestly a great little tip. And then buying them something new for the trip. Like it's an exciting new toy. Like I plan on getting Graydon something new for the car. Like maybe it's a book that 
reads or makes has music so he'll be entertained for a little bit but just something that he's like "Ooh, this is gonna be fun so just something new and exciting for them to play with that's good mine is for the plane if you can swing it get a row to yourself oh yes get the extra seat just do it it'll be very much worth it if your kid is like standing already and walking um and then also this is just me. I don't think this is required, but just because of how I am and the anxiety that I get when I feel like I'm making other people uncomfortable, when I sit down, I just like say to everyone around me, like, thank you so much for bearing with us. He's usually pretty good. Like just like a little introduction to like me and TJ or I'll be like, he's super friendly. Like he'll probably smile at you. I just try and like make sure everybody like notices me and sees that I'm like (laughs) I'm here and like I know that it can be annoying to sit next to a baby so like I see you nobody has ever like nobody's been rude to me I think most people like get it that it's hard to travel with a toddler but just having that little interaction before we go I'm like I covered my ass like I said hi to everybody Um, and that kind of puts me at ease for the rest of the flight can I read y'all I looked up travel tips for toddlers um, in our on a road trip and this actually made me giggle because these are like <laughs> let me just really quick number one prepare your car no shit okay uh, number two <laughs> invest in roadside assistance okay thank you that helps with his tantrum um number three avoid leaving your child in the car oh wow once <laughs> oh again my God. four hot tip <laughs> number four Get your toddler's car seat inspected. Dude, I'm like, what what am I reading? (laughs) These are not helpful. These are like things I hope you guys are doing. I feel like a Russian bot wrote this. Yeah, yeah. This is an AI article for sure. Or they really, we really need a mom to write this. Like we need a mom version that's actually real. I do see one that says um, plan your trip itinerary with the kids in mind. Like plan that you're going to have multiple stops. Don't try and race there because, you know, that's just not going to happen. And you're like we said, expectations will be not met. Um, But keeping the kids in mind and knowing that this is a journey for them when they're this young. So I'll just have to remember that next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing that's helpful to remember is that like I think travel will be fun again when they're like six You know, this is a hard slog right now. (laughs) Traveling with little kids and toddlers is like harder than so many things. Like you get so exhausted. Mm -hmm. But I was at the beach with my sister-in-law's family. Those kids are – there was five kids in the house, 6 to 11. They were like literally completely independent. Yeah, They were making breakfast for themselves. They were making snacks for themselves. They knew where the waters were. Like – their parents were having an excellent time. <laughs> just like they were with their families. It was like family friendly, but everybody was just like doing what they wanted to do. And there was times where they were all hanging out, but then there was a lot of time where they were separate and the kids were entertaining themselves and the parents were doing what they wanted to do. And wow. I was with TJ and I was just like, I'll see you later. <laughs> we're doing our own thing over here. That looks fun. Like, it's hard right now. Um, yeah. But there is light at the end of the tunnel, and I think travel will be fun again when the kids are older. Yeah. You gotta hang on I think to it's that. kind of – like I like you saying that because I feel like with having a 13-month-old now, like 
I feel like I'm in this, I'm, I'm in this space of like being sad about this little, like her little, little phase being over. And sometimes I forget to look the other way, like forward and being like, Oh my God, there's so much to look forward to. Like there's so much fun to be had that. So I, I just appreciate you saying that because it just made me look the other way and be like, okay, wait there, that will be fun. I will be excited when like, you know, things are different and you know, they're, they can be independent. Yeah. And they can take like a real interest in the travel as well. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm going to go get my car seat inspected. Um, <laughs> Don't forget and, and prepare my car <laughs> for what, for a bunch of cheddar bunnies to be <laughs> for a potential projectile vomit. Just get yeah. it all slacked. You know what? The I whole did. thing. I did notice that I do need an oil change and I was like, I better go and do that before we leave. So that's another thing. So annoying. I mean, the roadside assistance one is not a bad tip, actually, because if shit hits the fan, if shit hits the fan, AAA is always clutch to have. Thank God. So does does AAA clean up projectile vomit? (laughs) Business idea. Business idea. Yeah. Roadside assistance that cleans up projectile vomit in case. I always get nervous that Alice is going to be car sick because I was a car sick baby when I was little. I'm a pukey person, as you guys know. And um, so many of the babies like I either have nannied for or like friends of the babies I nanny for, like they like literally couldn't be in the car for longer than 30 minutes or they would projectile vomit every time. And I'm sure there are some moms of babies listening that have car sick babies. And I, my heart goes out to you. I don't know. You can get those goggles. They have these goggles that you put on kids who get super car sick. They look hilarious, extremely cute. Um, I haven't seen them on baby babies, but I've seen them on little toddler kids. Damn, do toddlers keep those t- types of things on their head? I feel like Alice would rip that off so fast. I mean, maybe older. Yeah. A little bit older toddler kids. I think we're all in that weird limbo right now <laughs> where it's like our kids are like on the brink of keeping headphones on and watching the iPad, but it's like that weird in between. Or they can't like reason why they would do anything that's not super comfortable and great for them. If it's not yeah. like super comfortable and super great for me right now, fuck that. Like I'm not <laughs> yeah. doing it. Like you cannot reason. There's no like, if you keep these goggles on, you will not projectile vomit. They're like, I'd rather vomit. <laughs> <laughs> me too, my guy. Off me. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we'll need to check in later in the summer after we've all made some trips and see see if we have any, like, new revelations or – We'll post something on our Instagram prompting you guys for travel tips so that you guys can drop your best travel hack and travel tip down in the comments of that Instagram post so that we can share the wealth and help help each other out. We'd love that. Especially if your kids are at an older age, like – two and a half, three, like, tell me what's coming. Let me know. Does it get better? What are your tips at that age? I would love to hear. All right. Well, happy travels, everyone. Happy travels. Enjoy enjoy your trips. (laughs) I hope you can fit a glass of wine on that plane in there somewhere. Yeah. 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 You have to chug your drinks. That's my other tip. If you get something, just 
throw it back. Yeah. You're going to need both hands. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. I love you. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right. Got to go. My toddler just put something in her mouth. <laughs>